The early descent into week six has begun, and here on the DFS Deli, we are going to draw as many unnecessary roughness penalties as we can. How many times can we get flagged for roughing the passer when I actually don't get touched? Oh, and if you want to secure the bag, just get Devontae Adams's way, and you will collect. My God, it is time. Let's wait a second. Are the Broncos not on the main slate again? We got to suffer through these losers on another primetime game? Well, you know what? Okay, let's ride. Oh, welcome in to the DFS Deli. I am the proprietor of this delicatessen, Saleh Ali Shahid. And it is the first, the only first look podcast of the week. Happy Thursday mornings, Wednesday night, whenever you get to digest this DFS deli menu into your systems. Chili, Baker, welcome back. Wait, oh, there's a flag on the play. Unnecessary roughness, roughing the passer. Chili, I know you weren't even on the blitz that time, but guess what? You get a penalty as well. So um, this is something that uh, we just need to embrace as uh, the new NFL takes place. And uh, it is kind of making me sick to my stomach a little bit. So we will see how many red zone trips teams get unnecessarily, how many drives are sustained by this stupid penalty and defensive linemen and linebackers just trying to do their damn jobs. So welcome to week six, boys. How are you tonight? Chill. How's everything going, man? I mean, it's going well, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, you know ba- basically just going to keep it simple. Let's ride and let's dive on in. Baker, you ready to dive on in tonight? First of all, Chill, you cannot say let's ride and dive on in. One, it's one, You can't have two catchphrases, goddammit. You can. It's, it's one or the other. Uh, well, the one is Russell Wilson's catchphrase. I'm just reiterating it to the public. This is why I hate you people. I say it every week. I, copy, right? I, 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 I hate you people. I hey, literally ba- hate you people. Baker, have you wrote on the Cardinal yet? <laughs> and once again, this is why I hate you people. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to sit here, talk a little fake football while I eat my Chipotle, and you people just won't let me do it in peace. What is this you people thing? What is you people? And why are you bringing outside food to the deli? We're here to cook. We're here to cook right now. Yeah, man. Well, here's the thing. Y'all talking about some less ride, which means Russell Wilson must be somewhere in this freaking building. I ain't trying to eat anything. That man's cooking. You don't want a fresh bowl of cereal? <laughs> he would burn my cereal. <laughs> Come on, bro. He's injured. He's Baker Mayfield 2.0. He's hurt, yeah. bro. Just He's hurt. Yeah, man. He's got a torn lap. He can't run the grill. He's out there surfing. First of all, I would take Russell Wilson with no lap. Versus a hundred percent healthy Baker Mayfield. Let's just get that out there. Well, unfortunately, Baker's not a hundred percent healthy his damn self now. So there's that. We get a we get to get the world the PJ Walker experience again. Pass. Oh come on, man! No interest in PJ Walker this week. Pass. I mean, the Cardinals' offense can't get worse. So, or not Cardinals? Uh, the Carolina, the Panthers' offense can't get worse. You sure saying. about that? P.J. Walker will be an upgrade over Baker Mayfield. It's not saying much. No, it's not. But in other news, you know, outside of me hating you people for this less ride shit, I am doing fantastic. I am looking forward to my matchup with one Sully uh, this this weekend. Uh, yearly fantasy. Lucky bastard. You get to get my king on a bye. I mean, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Why can't I get you with the freaking Vikings on a bye? You freaking hold that L real quick. Oh, in a heartbeat. I mean, my team is the Vikings. I know. <laughs> the the Vikings suck. My team loses. Well, at least you got to deal with the Buffalo Bills. Once you get past those guys, you're good. Oh, four o'clock comes. I'm just going to be like, uh, and here we go. <laughs> yes, you get to deal with my Steph Diggs, Isaiah McKenzie double stack. So, uh, yeah, there's that. I mean, it's all good because I'm like in DFS, I'm on my Vikings on you have to play my Vikings. So my boy, Justin Jeff or season is going to put me out to a huge lead. That he is that. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's that's going to be a rough one. Anyway, uh, before we jump in, you know, to the main slate, what we do here on the deli is that we go position by position and break down our favorite core plays for the week. And uh, <laughs> my analysis is going to be very quick, very straight to the point. This might be a half an hour show. But first. Last week, Studer lost a great man in Javante Williams. This week, one of the founding members of the brand has been put down for the season. I lost Rashad Penny. Rashad, I wish you a speedy recovery and 2023, the year of the brand shall rise again. And uh, I'm just I'm just saddened by this news. I wish you the best and uh, you will be missed on the brand. In 2023, Rashad Penny, let's ride. Damn right. I mean, whatever every, team he's going to be on because he's a free agent. Every uh, Kenneth Walker uh, owner this this week just went stupid. Like, oh my god, what? What? Ah, <laughs> I am not. I am not him. We, uh, <laughs> that would be me. Are we going? Are you? Uh, you going to induct a new member into the brand? Well, see, chill. Here's the thing, okay? Because you got to earn your way onto the brand. I mean, it's not just for everybody. I just can't be like, oh, this guy's good. Let's go ahead and introduce him to the brand because the brand has some real, some real talent on it. I tell you that. So, if you guys don't know, chill and I and and the group for for lesser context, um, we sling text messages back and forth on Sundays when a certain member of my team, my 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 hopeful fantasy team, uh, titled The Brand Scores. So this team is actually highlighted at wide receiver by Braxton Berrios. <laughs> the tight end spot belongs to Taysom Hill. And, of course, of course, the quarterback of The Brand is Geno Freakin' Smith. So, and obviously RB1 now because we lost – the real RB1 and Rashard Penny. Tony Pollard is obviously a member of the brand. So, yeah, we're, we're going to have to find a new member of, of the brand. But we'll see. We'll see who who rises from the ashes to to become, you know, brand eligible. So yeah, you, you can't be you can't be out there owning a Discover card and being in the brand. Right. Because the brand is an exclusive club <laughs> and it is not called everybody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, Diamond Jim Brady's over here. By the way, bef- one last thing before we get into quarterback. Yep. So, two, was I think it was two, two weeks ago we had the conversation. I'm saying uh, you putting down Miles Sanders, me putting down Zeke, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That happened. I think it's time for me to put this horse away. I, I think it's time to make some glue. I think it's. T- I think it actually is, is. Is justified that you know saying this bus. That you guys have been screaming for two years, finally, uh, that he's on it, because Lord Jesus, I'm no, don't give me that sad music. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> I mean, it's about time you put that boy down. Zeke is trash, bro. He's dead. He's dusty. It is time. He's done. It's over. Well, seeing the stat, what was it? Uh, well, fuck. What was that stat? It was the fact of uh, Tony Pollard's. Yards after contact are like 0.6 behind Zeke's yards, period, or yards per carry or some shit like that. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> like, how many times does Tony Pollard have to do it? Like, how many times? Could you imagine if Dallas's key to Super Bowl success was <laughs> Cooper Rush and Tony Pollard? <laughs> I mean, that just unlocks everything. It unlocks everything. It Cooper unlocks Rush everything. For president. Cooper, Re- Cooper Rush for president. <laughs> Is he 40 yet? I think it's actually forty-five. Oh, whatever the case. Oh, say so, so. It's Aaron Rodgers and uh, Tom Brady. nominated <laughs> <laughs> for president. I mean, maybe that's why Tom Brady's going to retire, like, or why he didn't retire this past offseason. He's like, crap, I'm not forty-five. I can't run for president. I'll play one more year. I mean, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'm reading that it's thirty-five. I thought it was forty-five. Oops. Oh shit! In that case, I'm about to run for president. Fuck that. Baker, just like you said you vote for me, I'd vote for you too. Like we'd be going against each other. We're voting for each other. What's up? Damn. Well, we'll see who's gonna accrue more votes, Bake. 
Let's see you accrue more votes. You people like you more than they like me. I'm a dick. I mean, we we had Trump as president one time, so people like dicks. Giggity. Oh god. Anyway, uh, let's jump into quarterback, and obviously we need to just go ahead and discuss the elephants in the room. Okay. Um uh, Geno Smith is uh underpriced on DraftKings. And I say underpriced as in they they tried to write him off, Bake, but uh he didn't write back. So is he actually gonna be the chalk if you're not gonna pay for Josh Allen? Is Geno Smith gonna be the second most popular quarterback on the slate on DraftKings specifically? FanDuel he's priced appropriately, but I mean, we've already, seen not so a, we've already seen a chalky-esque Geno week, and he went stupid. Yeah, he dropped a 30 bomb on everybody. So, like, Geno Smith took down tournaments that week. Who knew we would be saying that in 2022? I mean, it's crazy to think that, that was already three weeks ago because the season's flying by so fast. Oh, my God. We're already in week six, bro. <laughs> we, are already, we are already in week six. I cannot We are almost one-third of the way through the season. We are one-third away from the – oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> But I mean, I can see a lot of builds starting with Geno Smith, especially to get a lot of these uh, expensive bills and uh, Chiefs into lineups. So, yeah, Geno Smith would be a very popular play, in my humble opinion. So, actually, you know what? Before we get into some analysis about quarterbacks, because all we do is really talk shit about quarterbacks. We don't really give, like, proper analysis. <laughs> but uh, I want you guys' opinion on this. And, Chill, I think you might be the person to um, – <clears throat> kind of like flagship this discussion so in not necessarily millie maker tournaments but like in our higher dollar tournaments and higher dollar for guys that listen to this podcast are like 50 to 100 200 bucks you know so like you're doing a single entry tournament and i i kind of looked at it um throughout the season but i really noticed it last week where the obvious plays become not obvious because Everybody wants to pivot off the quote-unquote chalkier plays. So last week, for example, I'll give you the two examples that came out in my dome um, in my $100 single-entry tournament on FanDuel.com. Um, the obvious play, not obvious, but the, the most optimal play was just playing Josh Allen. And you can use Gabe Davis, the uh, uh, Secura, Secura guy, um, Steph Diggs to a lesser extent, if you want to pay up a receiver, et cetera, et cetera. So most sites had Josh Allen projected at about 20, 25% ownership and quarterbacks don't really get too, too wild, but I could have seen that like a quarter of the field playing Josh Allen. I, I can respect that. So obviously I didn't play Josh Allen. I played Justin Herbert kind of get him in a leverage spot. You know, he could still out, he could potentially outscore, um, anybody on the slate, any, any given week. Cause he's Justin Herbert. And, um, I flip over the cards, as Baker likes to say, and um, Josh Allen was 13% owned. What the hell? And then on the Contrarian Show, if you don't know about that show, The Secret Menu comes out Saturday nights. So listen to it on Sunday mornings. Um, I mentioned a guy like James Robinson was going severely under-owned, as in I projected him in less than 5% in my tournaments. And, uh, you know, juicy matchup against Houston. His price was like, meh. It was pretty high on FanDuel, et cetera, et cetera. Flip over the cards, and this dude is 25% owned. So are we, are we getting into a case where we are trying to outsmart ourselves? And is the field adjusting to that? <laughs> like, they're trying to outsmart themselves as opposed to just, you know, playing the best plays and letting the other like lineups beat them because I feel, and I think Chili, you and I had a discussion about this um, briefly via text about falling into that same trap. Now we're not playing bums like James Robinson in that matchup was not a bum play, but I played him because a, the matchup was good and B I saw ownership projections as low. So I was trying to gain leverage on the field. Little did I know I ain't gained shit. I was just with the field. He was the he was a chalkier play. So how ridiculous is this getting? Where are we going to see a shift that moving forward we should just play the best plays and then let the field beat us? 
I mean, James Robinson is a prime example. I mean, I play if you were telling me, if you were to ask me, like, hey, do you want to play 25 to 22% own James Robinson? Uh, no, I really don't. Um, but you're 100% right. Uh, he ended up being chalk in most, in the majority of the tournaments I played in. Um, you know, I actually did just a couple of main slate lineups, which I normally don't do. He was chalk. Uh, in our daily doll hair contest, that dude was chalk. Um, I think we can contribute a lot of that to is everybody's paying for a subscription service. I think a lot more people are listening to the people that are experts and things like that saying like, Hey, this guy's going to be chalky. You should play this guy in the leverage spot. Um, I, I, so I think that's what it has a lot to do with it. Uh, truthfully. So I think a lot of these people are, instead of just playing the best plays as a, you know, quote unquote, are just trying to outsmart everybody because, like, I, I I don't I think out of all three of us, did any of us have James Robinson even above like eight percent ownership? Hell I don't think no. so. I don't even think Baker had him above eight. No, Baker did not have him above eight. Yeah, and then they then he comes in in like the high teens or twenty. So again, I think you're a hundred percent spot on there. So, so what adjustments do we make as? lineup builders as DFS players, do we try not to outsmart everyone else because everyone else is on those plays? Now, there are certain plays that are still going to come in lower owned and in a good spot. So let's say another example from last week, Omari Cooper. So I got him at 3%. Had a great day. That makes sense. The matchup was there. It made sense. Nick Chubb, to a lesser extent, is probably low teens. Great play. Same with Austin Eckler. Great play. But Again, these chalky or really chalky guys, like everyone's on FanDuel at least, everyone's playing Dalvin Cook, and I respect that. He was 40-some-odd percent owned. I get that. That's just a dub play. But again, the other dub plays, again, like Josh Allen should have been last week, 13, 14, 15% owned? Like, no, it shouldn't. You should never get him at at that, ever. It's just, just, you know, I, I think we're seeing a little shift, and I think this week... Uh, is going to be a prove-it week because we do have some obvious, quote-unquote, obvious spots uh, that should be chalky. And when the cards flip, will they be at the roster percentage that we're projecting them at? Like, I I really would love to see this this week. So getting into back into the quarterback uh, discussion, and Baker, you can give your take on this as well as we transition. Will Geno Smith still come in at like 20, you know, I'm sorry, between 15 and 20% on DK, like he potentially should, or should everybody else on DraftKings just be paying the hell up and just play Josh Allen, shut the hell up? Well, one, playing Josh Allen's always a good idea. That's, right. That, that's first and foremost. Like, we should we should never have to talk up playing Josh Allen. Just play Josh Allen if you want to play Josh Allen. I can see, I think Gino will be this week's Tom Brady. You know, uh, in, in a lot of the contests that I played Tom Brady, because I was very high on Tom Brady last week, you know, I was looking at 30% Tom Brady. I think Gino will still be that because of the marquee game in the four o'clock window. But I mean, again, in the four o'clock window, you still got Kyler on the other side of that. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are still in that window. So when that hammer drops, it's going to be rough to come back from. But like you said, I, I think you're, I think you're spot on with that with, Majority of the people are still going to play Geno Smith, but I think there's still other spots that are that a offer a higher ceiling. And I get the price; I, I 100% get it. I, I get the price in the matchup, but comma, there's only certain ceilings that certain quarterbacks can unlock. And without the hurt business on the main slate, we're looking at Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. Those are the only three that can access a 35 to 40 point ceiling. The only ones Geno can't do it. His ceiling, we saw his ceiling performance two weeks ago. We saw it. That, that's all you're going to get. But Josh Allen hit that ceiling in a half against the Steelers last week. A half. Like, if the Steelers would have had any any fight in them, Lord Jesus, Josh Allen. Oh, that's a 50 bomb. He, he would have dropped 50. Easy. Easy. So, again, Geno can't access that ceiling, whereas Josh Allen, Lamar, Kyler to a lesser extent, as you can see uh, from last week's game, he's using his legs a lot more now. So that that was the Kyler Murray we were expecting to access these ceilings. So I think, is it a pay-up week at quarterback? 
I don't mind the pay-up options, honestly. Obviously, like I said, Josh Allen definitely in play. Pat Mahomes, his name is Pat Mahomes. He's in play. I think of the of the three, four o'clock games, one of the games I'm not even worried about, except to play Cooper Cup, if you want to play Cooper Cup. I think uh, Kyler will be, out of the two big games, Kyler will be the least owned quarterback out of the two big games at four o'clock, which definitely makes Kyler an interesting play, in my humble opinion. I mean, we, we've seen what the, the Seahawks defense has given up all year. We don't need to bring up stats. Look at the points they've given up. Look at the fact of Jared Goff, Jared Goff, who sucks at football, went the hell off versus the, versus the Seahawks. Like, come on. Yeah, and then, then proceeded to score not score a single point the following week. Well, you got to remember, Jared Goff is only good indoors, and he hasn't won a road game for the Lions in about a season and a half. That's a really random stat, but he hasn't, I won, he hasn't won a road game for him. That's really random. I mean, he does play for the Lions, so I mean, yeah, winning Jared is Goff, not really. Jared Goff has not won a road game for the Lions, and when you take this dude from, uh, you take him from indoors, he's ass. Well, I wasn't expecting him to win, but I certainly wasn't expecting him to not score a point. This is the highest scoring team in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. As soon as, well, as soon as they're on the road and it's outside, you need to fade. Well, we don't have to worry about that this week because there's no Lions, so Facts. we're good. We don't even got to the gift that. that keeps on giving the Lions defense. That's all right. We got the Seahawks, baby, so we're good to go. Now, if the Seahawks and the Lions were off the off the main slate, I would just cry because I'm like, what do I do? I don't know what to do here, guys. I don't know. Easy. What to do. uh, who plays the Browns? Fair point. Oh, by the way, I Yo. forgot to mention this in the open. I have to shout out a member of our congregation. <laughs> the congregation. Uh, yeah. Taken, taken down a tournament last week uh, for 25K. Yes. I mean, some of his plays were completely off the wall to me. I mean, he took he took Chill's fat chick at the bar and went down to that random Washington receiver. I don't even remember where his name was, who scored two times on two catches and had like 90 yards or whatever. Is it was it Brown? I literally couldn't tell you. I have zero bit of a clue. He had over 100 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, I think 105 and two. Yeah, he took, he he took, he said, chill, yo fat chick ain't fat enough or uh, ain't fat enough for me. Let me get a fatter chick at this bar. Yeah, chill did mention the caveat that the the, the fat chick at the bar was looking kind of cute because uh, Jahan Doxon was out. So, I mean, we should have taken that as might not be fat enough. So <laughs> he, he was, he was spot on. He was spot on. But yeah, that that helped uh, that that, and obviously having Josh Allen, duh, uh, helped carry him to taking it down. That's awesome to hear. Shout outs, man. Shout outs. Love to hear the success, man. Love to hear the success stories. But uh, chill, quarterback. Who are you playing, man? Uh, I think I think for me, it's going to be a pretty much straightforward week. Um, obviously, I would assume. Um, I do assume that the field will mostly be playing Josh Allen. I mean, the last time everybody's just going to be hooked on the last time these two teams played in the playoffs. Um, so I don't really expect that one to change. Um, uh, Ed Baker mentioned Kyler. Um, I do like Kyler this week. Um, at this point, I'm just playing the quarterback who plays the Seahawks. Because uh, apparently it doesn't matter if that quarterback lines up as tight end or actually plays quarterback. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, <laughs> the brand. Uh, the Seahawks defense is just so bad. And Geno Smith is good enough to keep them in game. So at this point, um, it's just going to pan out pretty well. Um, so, if, I mean, at the low end, <laughs> it's so funny to say at the low end, uh, Geno Smith. Um, the only other two quarterbacks I might consider would either maybe be, and I'll kind of narrow it down to one of these guys by the end of the week, but, uh, I'm kind of looking at Joe Burrow and, uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, I mean, Kirk Cousins on DraftKings is only six, six K, um, kind of reminds me of like Tom Brady last week. Um, at this point, I mean, Miami's defense is not good. They're injured. Um, and they're playing the backup backup quarterback. Right. Uh, I mean, and obviously Cousins just has the easy uh, pairing matchup with Jefferson, who will I'm sure we'll uh, get into once we wrap around to the wide receiver section. But the, those two might be the only two quarterbacks. And for me, like 
Burrow becomes an easier play if T. Higgins doesn't play because then his stacking options become super simple. Little boy, little little Chase, little Hayden Hurst Helmsley. That that that'd be it. That that would be it. Uh as we make that transition to running back, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Lamar. I mean he goes against the Giants, guys. Like I don't think any I think I mean here I don't think anybody Ain't nobody playing Lamar. Lamar would be the quarterback to me that would be that could pull the James Robinson. Hey, listen, if you want to hedge, just play afternoon only so you can avoid the 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 chalk at um four o'clock. Just play afternoon only, get yourself some Lamar exposure there, and call it a day. It's not the worst idea ever. And I'm just saying. Cause if he strokes you, at least you gotta early only lineup like, yeah, I played Lamar and I ain't gotta worry about Josh Allen, Geno Smith Chalk, Kyler against the Seahawks. You ain't gotta worry about all that. Patrick Mahomes, they're all gone. Okay? Just play some early only, get yourself some Lamar exposure, and then if, for the whole slate, then you can play the four o'clock guys. Just, just an idea. Just an idea. Yeah, I mean, I think nobody's playing Patrick Mahomes, right? And oh, we were playing Patrick Mahomes, bro. I, I don't, I, I don't think his ownership when the projections come out will be. I don't even think it'll be seven percent. Chill. We've discussed this. We literally just discussed this. People are going to galaxy brain the shit out of this and say, oh, everyone's going to play Josh Allen. So I'm just going to play Patrick Mahomes. Oh, everybody's going to play Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Oh, I'm just going to play Kyler. Oh, everybody's going to play Kyler. I'll just play blah, blah, blah. No, or Gino. No, screw that. Play the best plays. I agree. Just just play the freaking best plays, okay? If I got one thing to say this week, play the best freaking plays. If you get beat by Josh Allen and his game in 17 to 19, okay, you lost. I get that. However, how the fuck ever, if this game goes nuclear and you decided to be the smartest guy in the room and not play one of these two, then you lost. Period. I just, I, I don't think the field's going to, I think the field's not going to play Mahomes because. The wide receiving options, obviously, other than Kelsey, but you figure everybody's just going to play Kelsey with Allen. Hey, listen, man, we got lucky with Travis Kelsey's price. You think it's high now? If that game were on Sunday afternoon and he scores four touchdowns, you're looking at another five <laughs> to six hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, so like we're 30. actually getting a discount. We're actually getting a discount. He had like thirty yards. <laughs> I don't give a shit if you splash that dirt four times. I don't give a damn what you did, okay? Hilarious. I mean, can we just talk about the fact that literally, like, all right, Travis Kelsey scores. Cool. Travis Kelsey scores again. All right. This is Travis Kelsey. I can even get with the fact that he scored a third time. When they are down in the red zone for the fourth time, nobody thinks this dude scored on us three times. We should probably double him. No, they Doesn't fall matter. for the play action and leave Doesn't him matter. wide alone. Doesn't Be, matter. Like, like, what are you guarding, Juju Smith? Just it, just it doesn't matter, bro. Are you it, worried about Clyde Edwards Alaire? Elaire. Like, what the fuck is going on in freaking Vegas? Hey, man, we're gonna wonder what the fuck's going on with Buffalo too, because Travis Kelsey's gonna do it again. So, all right, uh, running backs, let's move it right along here. Um, so. Interesting chalk options this week. We all saw what Austin Eckler and the rest of this Chargers team did against the Browns, albeit on the road. Ramajay Stevenson has the backfield to himself. Looks like with um, Harris having a little hammy injury and uh, looks like Mac Jones will not make it back to this game as well. So we're probably going to see another run heavy script. And if Ramajay Stevenson is going to get 20 to 25 totes against the Browns, um, boots on the ground. This defense is ass. So, um, as they proved last week, they can't stop the run worth a damn. Okay. So regardless of the situation, regardless of the price, I think Ramon J. Stevenson is probably number one on the board with a bullet when it comes to production thoughts. The only thing that's interesting to me is does the Browns defense change in scheme? Now that they fired their defensive coordinator. They didn't fire their freaking defensive coordinator, bro. I could have sworn I saw something saying Joe Woods got fired today. Nah, fam. That was a fake-ass post that he posted in the group. Did you read who the Twitter handle was? 
I just saw Joe Woods fired. I literally didn't read anything. I just saw yeah, Joe that, Woods that fired. Yeah, that did not happen. That did oh, not happen. Well, that's sad. I was excited. Fake I mean, never, news, bro. Fake it, news. It sucks for somebody to lose their job, but he's bad at his job. Well, in that case, in other news, since Joe Woods is still there, absolutely, Ramondre Stevenson, just lock it in. <laughs> and uh, as we discussed a little bit, uh, James Conner probably, st- for some reason, probably won't sit. But if he does, uh, Ito, Benjamin, free square? Question mark? Chill? What, what team is he playing? You know, Benjamin is a freaking Cardinal. No, no. What team is he playing? The Seahawks. Free swear. Let's ride. On a Cardinal. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, let's ride on a Seahawk. I mean, you... Chill's going to have to do some investigation for Got us it. on that one. <laughs> oh, Lord, Lord Jesus. <laughs> you just hear him typing in the back. Please hold. Do <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to... You want to give us your your takes on uh, on running back? I'm just I'm just struck in by you, uh, like Lord Jesus. <laughs> I feel gray hairs coming into my face because of you. But I mean, Sully, you mentioned in in your open in your sadness, uh, the fact of your boy Rashad Penny being out. So you have to talk about the third chalk running back potentially in uh, Kenneth Walker. Because uh, I mean, we know C- Seattle. Even though they score, they're still going to run the ball. Like Ken Walker should be in in line for fifteen to twenty opportunities. So Arizona's defense—they're not world beaters. They've been better than I thought they would be, but they're definitely not world world beaters by any stretch of the imagination. So <laughs> not we, scared of a uh, DJ Dallas sniping some uh, tote. Why the f- would I be scared of DJ Dallas? I mean, it's Pete Carroll we're talking about, bro. It is you Pete know Carroll. how he is with his running backs. Pete Carroll has seen DJ Dallas for the last, what, three, four years? And how much run has DJ Dallas gotten? Nah, I'm not scared of DJ Dallas. I mean, yeah, but when you get replaced by the brand, I mean, this, you know, this what happened to you? Hey, unrelated note, yes, you can ride on the Seahawk. It's an inflatable boat. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Uh, it's got good reviews. For anybody looking out there for an inflatable no. boat, four-person no. inflatable boat, no. You know what? If if we ever find ourselves like in a in, in a uh, warm atmosphere, like in an ocean or something like that, let's get a Seahawk and we can actually ride it and we can send that picture. I mean, that apparently, picture. according to this, we should. It's got great reviews. Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, okay, I yes. I, I don't even know. What to, I don't even know what to say anymore. I literally don't even know what to say anymore. Like I am so distracted by this let's ride shit. I have no. Like I don't even have any plays anymore. I should just get off of here. I'm going home. No, 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 no. You stay right there. You stay right there, sir, because we got some high-end running backs to talk about real quick. Out of the expensive options, we got Saquon in our life. We got Nick Chubb in our life. CMC. CMC always gets it done. No matter what terrible situation he's in, and he gets the P.J. Walker experience, this man could literally have 15 catches on Sunday. Feasibly. I think think they're going to probably run it more, wouldn't you think? You're going to run straight at the Rams? Yeah, just watch Tony Pollard and Zeke do it. <laughs> you watch Tony Pollard do it, bitch. <laughs> he's not He's not wrong. I mean, you're not wrong. But, I mean, CMC, you want to talk about an ownership like thing. Like, they just fired their head coach. They're on their backup, backup quarterback because, you know, the actor is the backup. Sam Darnold is their actual starter. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it probably makes a better play on DraftKings because of the receptions. But my God, man, this who 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 else going to touch the ball? I mean, maybe, I maybe they might accidentally realize that DJ Moore is good at football. I don't know. Nah, nah, <laughs> probably you might not. Get, you, you might get Roby Anderson like reinvigorated because he actually has a decent quarterback throwing him the ball. Well, I'm surprised you're not on DJ Moore, uh, Sully, considering you think my boy's burnt toast. I'll play some DJ Moore. <laughs> Stop <laughs> Rams it. Stop it. You are, not pl- you are not playing DJ Moore. Stop it. I'm not going to take any more bets. I lost my two prop bets last week, so I'm good. Don't worry. I, I will not hold you to that shot on tequila. Trust me. I'm dreading it. No, 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 no. no. I lost. I lost. Okay. So uh, are you working tomorrow, Baker? Uh. Considering what we talked about earlier, I guess I can. I was not planning on going into work early, but I guess I can go into work early. 
And I say, if you if you go to trivia with us, I, I will I will pay that debt because I lost. I flat out lost. So I mean, I'm if if, if, if you want to do it, I'm not gonna say no. No, no. <laughs> fair, fair. But um we also got another intriguing spot. Uh Uncle Lenny faces the Steelers. <laughs> the Steelers defense is so bad. Oh, so so they, bad, bro. They're middle of the road versus run defense. But Uncle Lenny is so involved in the pass game. Seriously, what do you have? Ten catches last week? Yep. My that's God. My, that's my uncle. That's everybody's uncle, big dog. That's everybody's uncle. That's your <laughs> chill. That's your father. Fuck, fuck the uncle part. That's Daddy Lenny to you. Hey man, I've been a fan since day one. Day he, one. Yes. He He's been down since day one-ish. There ain't no doubt about that. No doubt. So, real quick, uh, give me your opinion about the pseudo pivot plays in the late window. So, uh, opinions on Devin Singletary and Clyde Edwards Elair as potential leverage against the passing game for both Buffalo and Kansas City. I will let both of them beat me. I kind of agree with that. Just, I, just play the best plays. Clyde Edwards Elair uh, goes off for three touchdowns in you know the crazy ways that he has scored this year. Cool, I lose. I, I I, mean, with Buffalo, you just don't know who's actually getting the rushing tote because Cook looked a lot better than Devin Singletary last week. He's explosive. Yeah, but I mean, although, Devin, although Devin one thing, he's cheap. He's cheap. He was cheap last week, too. He's cheaper this week. <laughs> I mean, one thing I will give you, um, you know, if this game doesn't shoot out, because like essentially this game is for the buy, right? For the AFC. Is that? Oh is yeah, that whoever wins say? this is basically going to be number one. Like, let's so let's like, be real. I also think that both teams might tense up in play calling. Like, what do you think? Nah, Buffalo don't care. They're out for revenge from last year. True. They want to I mean, hang fifty on these motherfuckers, and you know but it. The thing is, is like Buffalo can hang fifty on them, and we're still not going to think any differently of Buffalo. They did the same thing last year in Arrowhead. And then they lost again. I think, like I said, man, I, I think can win this game 42 to three and no, like everybody's just going to be like, well, you got to do it in the playoffs. He's because they've, lo- they've lost to him twice. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But so I just like, think that people, the general public is one is going to try and get a piece of this game. And I think one of the ways they're going to try and do it is through Devin Singletary. I, I think it's going to be through one of the cheap wide receivers on the Buffalo side. Because the Kansas City side, the people are going to be too scared to play. Isaiah I mean, McKenzie's back, baby. I mean, if, yeah. you, if you want to play one of those uh, Kansas City receivers, Godspeed. Right. They all have no upside. Because you don't know where it's going. Nope. Other, other he, Patrick Mahomes doesn't care where it's going. There's one thing for sure and two things for certain. is going to Travis Kelsey. In the red zone, absolutely. It's going to Travis Kelsey or running back, period. Yep. Whether it's McKinnon, whether it's freaking Kelsey, it doesn't matter. But these who's receivers, the, uh, man, no. Who's the, who's the other tight end? Gray? Play that guy. Noah Gray? <laughs> Noah Gray, yeah. <laughs> well, as we transition to wide receivers, Sully, for the love of everything holy, what will up, you fam? please talk some sense into your boy? Which 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 boy? Actually, before we, before we go to wide receivers, uh, Dalvin Cook has the uh, – homecoming narrative he's never played in miami before and he's from miami it's gonna we saw the homecoming narrative come true with nick chubb going back to georgia when he played atlanta so i mean so uh, cook. yeah 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 yeah, cook. yeah not pass you ain't playing well, your boy also uh i'll just shout out to Brees hall i Brees hall is uh playing against the packers who are absolutely Awful against the pass, ranking 29th per PFF and 30th in run defense DVOA. I was going to say, their offense, they're worse against the run. So, yeah. So, you know, it was also bad against the, the run, the Jets. <laughs> Aaron Jones, sneaky. Ah, Saturday show. Ah, maybe throwing that. That's a, that, 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 that has the potential to be, you know, maybe the last remaining woman in the bar. I don't know, man. You got to get fatter. So that means I got to play AJ Dillon. I mean, he he is thick. He is thick. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, it could, it could be the week where you you might need a you might need a friend to take a bullet for you in the bar. 
Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> I anticipate <laughs> Saturday so much. Just, Why just no, I am not falling on that for you, Chill. No, I'm not taking that bullet for you. I would take it for you, Baker. Oh, you're so sweet. Chill, <laughs> I would take a grenade for you, okay? What are you, Bruno Mars? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the reference. Real quick, real quick. Anyway, like I was saying, as we go over to wide receivers, and we're talking about these Kansas City wide receivers that nobody should be playing. Daily, yearly, secondly, I don't care what it is. You should not be playing them. Talk your boy, Studer. Like, tell, like I'm, I'm trying to tell this dude, put uh, Juju Smith on his bench in, in yearly fantasy. He's like, no, he still got upside. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Mikael Hartman is literally better. Literally better. And he has him on his bench, too. You want to play for a Kansas City play. wide receiver? Just play. Oh just play. Just play Mikael Hartman. Just just play Mikael Honestly, Hartman. Honestly, out of them, I'd rather, I'd rather just play MVS and pray for a bomb. I, I mean, I agree with that. If, if, if. For the love of God, I decided to play one. Lord help me that I won't. Watch this just be the Skylar Moore game for no reason. Sky? I don't care. Skylar. <laughs> Skylar. <laughs> I was searching Kansas City. I'm like, who's Skylar? Skylar. Skylar. Right, right. His name's Sky, but that's okay. Um, like I said, speaking of wide receivers, again, if you want some cheap access to the game, I guess – one of the Kansas City guys. But again, the problem with the Kansas City guys is that they don't have any upside. I mean, has any of them gone for 100 and a touch this year? No. Hell no. That's what I thought. And a touch. They ain't gone for 50 and a touch. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. So let's talk about the big boys then. So uh, as we mentioned every week, death, taxes, and Cooper Cup. So I think Cooper Cup is going to be a really tough sell this week, especially if – Everyone wants to play up for Kelsey or Mark Andrews because we've got the two big boys on the on the slate. And if they want parts of the game, you have to take on Steph Diggs for the most part. And as uh, Baker alluded to, we got Justin Jeffers' season going against this porous Miami second, this injured, injured Miami secondary. So, I mean, there are a lot of routes to take when it comes to the high price guys. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just noticed that Hollywood Brown is 8,200 on FanDuel. <laughs> and nobody's playing. Nobody's I mean, playing. He, nobody's playing Hollywood Brown. He's freaking monster lately. I don't think anybody's playing Hollywood Brown this week. But he goes against the Seahawks. I don't think anybody's playing him. Yeah, right now, early projection, super early projection. Uh, Rondell Moore is projected to be the highest owned Cardinal. Nobody's playing Hollywood Brown. I'm not playing Hollywood Brown at 8,200 bucks. You can kiss my ass. I'll pay 100 less for Jamar Chase. But he's plays the Seahawks. I mean, Sully, Hollywood Brown is coming off of his last four games. It's 11 targets, 17 targets, 11 targets, 10 targets. Jamar he's, Chase can break a slate in any given day. Okay? Marquise and Brown saw, can and break saw, the slate against listen, the Seahawks. I saw, I saw what DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett did to New Orleans last week. So, you tell me, Sands T. Higgins, that Jamar Chase can't do the same, if not more, uh, adds cart. I mean, don't get me wrong. I will be adding Jamar Chase to cart, but nobody's playing Hollywood Brown. And I think that's a mistake. So, I've, does he offer, like, a late swaption for you? Like, let's say you got Steph Diggs. And, you're and your lineup's trailing because of the 1 o'clock guys busting. Is he, like, the pivot play? I yep. would look. Yeah, I mean, if this ownership does not pick up, if he doesn't get steamed up, I would say so. I would agree. So, are you pay, are you trying to find room for Cooper Cup? Is the better question? No, because I'm playing Justin Jefferson. Fair. Chill. I'm playing, I'm playing Justin Jefferson and Steph Diggs, so Cooper Cup um, does not fit in that lineup. I mean, it's Cooper Cup. If you want to play him, play him. Uh, I mean, Miami's. Past defenses. It's not good. The thing it's, that's it's... interesting me most about Justin Jefferson is one, Miami's past defense is injured. Two, Miami plays man at the highest rate in the league. So you're leaving a corner one on one with uh Justin Jefferson all day. Yeah, I'm taking it. Speaking of one on one, is Jalen Ramsey gonna be able to contain DJ Moore with PJ Walker? You shut your damn mouth. You will put some respect on my boy's name. Burnt toast, bro. Burnt toast. Watch when he, it, when he when he finishes the season, first team All Pro. When it comes to corners, I'm literally just going to tell you to suck me. 
Meh, fair. Meh. Uh, so, like I said, we got Isaiah McKenzie uh, back from concussion protocol. Looks like he's going to be good to go. Is that going to be another cheap option that the majority of the or some of the field is going to try to include in their Bills stacks or as a one-off to just get access to the Buffalo Bills? Or are we just not going to galaxy brain this and just say, I'm playing Steph Diggs uh, regardless? I say don't galaxy brain it, just play Steph Diggs. But you know. do, what but what will people yeah. remember? And obviously people, they will. I think I think they'll galaxy brain it and play Gabe Davis because he's a lot cheaper. I don't think they're gonna galaxy brain anything. I just think they're gonna remember the playoff game where uh Gabe Davis went absolutely nuclear and be like, Oh, I remember what he did last time against the Chiefs. Derp, I have to play him. Or maybe some people won't remember. I don't know. And and it's because he like went nuts last week. So like Gabe Davis might be the highest owned player on the damn slate. I'm sorry, receiver. Because of recency bias alone. By the way, Gabe Davis pissed me off in such a huge way uh, Sunday. Why? Because the previous week I had him locked in. <laughs> you know the rules, man. <laughs> Just double down, bro. <laughs> Literally, if my if my lineup doesn't hit this week, if say I'm saying I have a bad week this week, I'm literally just going to play the same lineup next week. I mean, who do the Bills play? <laughs> the Bills have a bye week next week. Well then, oh damn it! That means I'm gonna hold another L in yearly. Fuck. Well, you knew you were gonna hold an L the Bills bye week, so. I mean, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Fucking, this fucking guy got Aaron Rodgers as his backup quarterback. Fuck's wrong with you? Hey, man, I was going to pick up Geno Smith and drop Aaron Rodgers, but someone already picked up Geno Smith, so there you go. I'm surprised you didn't pick up Geno Smith a few weeks ago. I know. You're right. You're right. Well, mistakes were made. It, it happens. It's it's yearly football, but I mean, do, do, you know, better. I mean, do, do I mean, better. You get Green Bay against the Commanders. Oh! <laughs> I mean, Sully, you're still going to hold the L, but you might not hold it as bad. Hey, listen, man, I, what, I'm, I'm still the highest scoring team in the league, right? Uh, I do believe you are. Yeah, and I'm supported by three freaking players. It's like I texted you. It's like I texted you uh, like an hour and a half ago. I'm the biggest fraud in that league, and there ain't no doubt about it. And I don't care. Hey, the point of the point of the game is to get to the dance. Right, right. now, you're, you're you're on your way to the dance. You're right. You're absolutely right. So, um, noteworthy receivers. Uh, Tyreek Hill looks like he's gonna get through that foot injury and play against the Vikings. And then also, of course, we have Mike Evans against this porous Pittsburgh secondary. And Debo, of course, is always in play. So are these guys going to go a little overlooked? Or will they get a, a, a decent amount of ownership? Well, like I said, if you don't revolve your builds around, let's say, Cooper Cup and Steph Diggs, Justin Jefferson, you can literally go to the next tier and look at guys like Debo, Mike Evans, and Jamar Chase and be like, just fine. Absolutely. I agree. Tournament strategy. There's a lot of big boys at wide receiver this this week, man. This, this wide receivers loaded. Running back, not so much, but wide receivers wide, freaking loaded. Wide receivers loaded. But can can I talk about a sneaky play that literally, when he's been healthy this year and he is actually scoring touchdowns for once, he's been like not only a PPR freaking play, but he's just been a play. A PPR superstar. Jacoby Myers, I think, now has two touchdowns or one touchdown on the season, which was a narrative that he's just never done before. Like, whoever's in at quarterback, I don't care if it's me in at quarterback, everybody on the Patriots looks for Jacoby Myers, period, point blank. And we like we we just saw Mike Williams. Even though Mike Williams didn't have a huge day, he still had, what, eight for 100? Man, that, he had a huge day. He had like 10 catches for like 118 or something like that. Like he went off. If he scores a touchdown, he and I thought he did score that one touchdown. I yeah, thought both feet were down. Yeah, they don't say his back heel crap. Yeah, he has a he scores a touchdown and it's a bigger day. Oh yeah. But yeah, Jacoby Myers is legitimately like if talk about you want to get off the Ramondre Stevens and Chalk, that's that is where you would pivot to. Or that is a pivot for you. Bro, Bill Belichick's going to run the ball 800 times. <laughs> he, ran the ball, he ran the ball 800 times last week. You know what Ramondre Stevenson still did? Drop 20 points. I mean, I think, bo- I think both running backs could have shot 20 if Damian Harris didn't get hurt. And <laughs> no, I agreed no. with you. 
No joke. Yeah, if Jacoby Myers can put up 100 in a touchdown with Bailey Zappi, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I'm, I'm 100% with you. And the, you know, this might just be a more of a Saturday show option, but I think for if if you need some salary relief, I think the Giants wide receivers are in play. Oh, that that's way too gross. Now we're yeah, getting, that, the, yeah, now we're getting in the weeds. That's definitely a save for Saturday type. type I mean, right Baltimore secondary is trash, and they and they just keep getting hurt. And Daniel Jones is good at football, baby. Four and one, Daniel Jones. Never thought I'd utter those words. Four I mean, and one, baby. Coaching I mean, matters. Coaching I mean, matters. I mean, Darius Slayton last week went six for seventy nine. I mean, that's all you need out of his thirty eight hundred dollars salary. It's against the Ravens. He's he's not bro. wrong, bro. I mean, does it? I mean, especially like, do you play Wandale Robinson if he's actually going to be ruled healthy? Oh, that's a wait and see type of deal for me, bro. Uh, like I said, that, that's a Saturday show thing, and we'll yeah, cross yeah, that yeah, bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tune Saturday. in for Giants wide receivers news. Something we never <laughs> thought we would mention by week six. Uh, a big facts. Lord Jesus. I mean, tight end gets pretty simple here, right? I mean, Sully does have a hard out in nine minutes. <laughs> hard out, bro. Hard out. Uh, yeah, man. Um, see, so, uh, Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey are on the slate. So like, uh, you should probably play one of those two guys or, <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or <laughs> talk to me. Can I talk you into David and Joku? No, can I talk to, can I talk you into no, uh, tight end can, uh, absolutely separate themselves from the position like Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. You can I mention that there is zero way. That uh, David Njoku is scoring four touchdowns in a game. You're 100% correct about that. I mean, I'll be surprised if David Njoku has four touchdowns on the season. Hey, he's got two? I thought he had one. You're right. I think he might just have the one. He's got He's got one. Yep, you're right. Four on the season is looking decent. I mean, every four weeks, five weeks, he should score. So, yeah, four by the end of the season should be okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the reason that I say David Njoku. If you're going to play Ramondre Stevenson, you have to get different in some sort of way. And this kind of no, reminds me. No, you don't. No, you uh, don't. This, this reminds me of the Dearness Johnson week last Hear year. Hear me out. Hear where, me out. <laughs> where Dearness Johnson was the clear cut chalk. He hit, it worked. Winning lineups, instead of getting different trying to fade him, they just had a unique run back of Hunter Henry when he actually scored two touchdowns that week. Yeah, like he was supposed to last week, but didn't. <laughs> so I think, like I think, and ironically enough, the, the, the same two teams are playing. Ironically enough, uh, so I think this could be an interesting week in which something along those lines could work again. You have this uber mega chalk that you're most likely going to play more times than not. If you're if you're making ten lineups, you're probably going to make eight lineups with Ramondre Stevenson. Getting different on the other side of it is also a way to. You know, pivot, re- leverage, whatever the fuck words you want to use. That's why I'm on David and Joku. Listen, <laughs> here's the thing. If you don't play Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews, just accept your five points from anybody else. David and Joku will get me 10 points, okay? Hey, man, if you want to get weird, like I said, uh, another pivot spot is Zach Ertz. It's like in the late window. Gets the I Seahawks. Like- the Seahawks suck. If Zach Ertz goes stupid this week, I will be I will literally tilt my face off. I think there's an I think there's I think the tight end that's gonna go stupid this week is George Kittle, because Atlanta is absolutely awful against tight ends. They're awful against everything. And you already know there's I, a Shanahan scheme, baby. Run, 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 run. I, I think it's just I, I really think this is the, it's a George Kittle week, man. I mean, they're eventually going to become a George Kittle week. If you say it every week, you'll eventually be right. I think it's just play George Kittle. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, did Cade Otten ca- catch a touchdown last week? That create a player? No, he did not catch a touchdown last week. <laughs> I mean, but he did well. Oh, Cade yeah, Otten good. at the men, he did what he needed to do for you. Cade Otten, baby. Cade Otten. We might get him again. And Atlanta secondary is trash. Well, you fanduel.com people just play Tango. Uh, I mean, George, no, George. no, 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 no. <laughs> he is 7,500. You can kiss all of my ass when it comes to that. I will he's find, not playing the Seahawks. Yeah, I will find $300 to play Mark Andrews over a taste of freaking hill. Okay. 
I mean, does Mark Andrews have in his repertoire throwing a touchdown? I don't think he does. Just saying, just throwing it out there. <laughs> does he have any rushing attempts in his repertoire? No, I don't think he does. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're saying right now, Taysom Hill better than Mark Andrews at tight end FanDuel.com play. Just saying, putting it out there. I'm I mean, paying $7,500 for Taysom Hill. I'm not doing it. I'm playing three tight ends this week. It's Travis Kelsey, it's George Kittle, it's Zach Ertz. I'm out. I'm playing Mark the- Andrews, Zach Ertz, Travis Kelsey, and I'm out. I mean, George Kittle on DraftKings is only 5100 Uh I'll, You could sign me up. He's We're only 57 on FanDuel.com. We're in week six. I think I've played Zach Ertz four of the five weeks so far. If Are I you going to hate him this week, Baker? If I, if I do not play him, guarantee he is going dumb. Oh, I'm stacking. I'm stacking <laughs> Kyler Murray, bro. I'm doing it just because you're not going to play him. I don't watch him go stupid. Oh, no. I'll play, I will play Kyler Murray, but I'm probably going to play him with Rondo Moore and Hollywood Brown. They're going to do nothing, and Zach Ertz is going to go nuclear. I'm going to be sitting there just so pissed off. Nah, man. The double stack is written on the wall, baby. Ertz, no one's playing Hollywood. Play Hollywood. Play Kyler. Find yourself a bill. You'll be all right. I don't want to play a chief if it's not Travis Kelsey. Double tight end week? Question mark. Fuck no! Exclamation point. Come on, man. Could you imagine playing Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey in the same lineup, bro? And they lose their shit. Gross. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I mean, I could imagine. I just don't know. Not doing it. I mean, I'm not a double tight end guy myself, but uh, yeah. if there's gonna be a time to do it. <laughs> This might be the week. I mean, you, uh, it, it, you're, it, you're getting close to your heart out here. We got to hit on defense. It helps that Travis Kelsey, you know, is in the late window. So you can literally swap off him if you put him in your flex. So that's the only way. Hey, you swap off to Ertz. Well, hey, if you, you put if you put Kelsey in your flex, you can swap. You have multiple swaptions. Yeah, I was going to say you put Kelsey in your flex. The world is your oyster. You can still swap to Hollywood. You better leave yourself salary and get up to Cooper Cup. You ain't wrong. Play one of these four o'clock defenses as we segue. That is so much salary to, to freaking leave, though. Not really. <laughs> Damn near two k. Yeah, but you're getting you, you're getting a low owned Cooper Cup. Early Good. projection. Early. 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 Has Cooper Cup right now at fifteen percent for me? I don't. I don't buy that. It's Cooper Cup. It's death taxes and Cooper Cup. You always play Cooper Cup. I mean, people find a way to play Cooper Cup chill. You know this. I've only seen Cooper Cup unowned one week. That was the Devontae Adams stupidly chalk week. Yeah, that was a huge fail. Oh, my God. Cooper Cup almost single-handedly brought me back from the dead. That was a freaking fail. Because speaking of leaving salary, I left salary to get to Cooper Cup when I played Devontae Adams. It worked out. A. But defenses. So Sully can get out of here. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Uh respecting the uh <laughs> the business i have to take care of baker, uh, baker, uh, baker give us three defenses three defenses i got one defense and one defense only fair enough buffalo buffalo and buffalo why no i mean no why i mean they're great they're they're great but against the chef against the chefs okay they all can, right they can get pressure there's going to be plenty of pass attempts I, there's a chance you get lucky, and an elite defense like that at 2700, I'll just I'll just play it and pray. Like I don't give a fuck. Baker, all I know is that why I appreciate that take because it does make sense. I mean, like what was that one Mexico City game with the Rams and the Chiefs where both defenses scored like defensive touchdowns? They both had double digit points, and the game was like 80 to 85. Yeah, like the over under of that game was like 70, and they absolutely destroyed it. I remember that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not saying this is going to be the same thing, but I get the thesis. Uh, But my play, uh, one of them at least, it was going to be Minnesota, but they are priced the hell up. So a hard pass. Um, I'm just going to play the Jets because I play the Jets every week. And Aaron Rodgers sauce. It's not that he's sauce. It's just the Packers can't score. Okay, their team is sauce. Then you're not. I I mean, so are you playing the Jets defense? If we're, if we're sauce try- Gardner, I see what I did there. Sauce. If we're trying not to, if we're trying not to galaxy brain this, I mean the Rams do play PJ Walker, right? It's an upgrade over Baker Mayfield. Chill. It's an upgrade. 
the Rams are a cheaper defense than the Vikings. Like what? <laughs> oh shit. Hey, what? <laughs> not, not on DraftKings. DraftKings, the Vikings are a very affordable 3400 Also, my other defense would be the Patriots. Against Jacoby? But Jacoby yep. Brissett's in the revenge narrative. Yeah, Ooh. so is the Patriots defense then. <laughs> oh, the revenge narrative. He's not wrong. Bill Belichick is gonna, he's going to do his damnedest to shut down the run. Oh, Nick Chubb's going nowhere. Hey, man, you know who else sucks, though? Lightweight? <laughs> the Colts. So why don't we just play the Jaguars defense? It's not the worst idea I've heard. And, I mean, to your point, Baker, uh, on the other side, like, Josh Allen can turn the football over. I mean, we've seen, we've seen this movie. So, I mean, if the Chiefs are going to be, like, rock-bottom pricing and we're following the narrative that he could throw a pick six, he could lose a fumble – and get it taken back to the house. You can't you can't lose a fumble because it'd be roughing the passer. Oh, good point. Good point. Good point. Hard up that I comment. Knew, was, I knew it. I that knew it would get a roughing the passer. the passer. That that comment was roughing the passer. Facts, Baker. You're not even wrong. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, definitely some interesting takes uh this week. But defenses is what it is, man. You know, there's like, yeah. It, there, there's a couple writings on the wall, but I mean these pay-up options, I'm not paying all the way up for the freaking Vikings. It's still the Vikings. Oh, their defense is still bad. Like, for fuck's sake, the Bears scored on them last week. They came back, took a lead. They were they were cooking for a little bit, man. They were cooking. Gross. Uh, Baker, you know what we do at the end of the show, sir. Uh, I, need, uh, <clears throat> I need a bowl call from you. I need a bowl call for right. this week. So last week, Justin Jefferson had a half, like for the love of fuck. Dude had 10 catches and 100 yards in a half. He's going to do that in each half on <laughs> Sunday. That's bold. I think I might be able to top it, but that's bold. That is that. That's wow. That's bold. And Chili says he's going to attempt to top it. Wow. Topping 20 catches for 200 yards? <laughs> Yeah, I'll just top it by George Kittle is the highest scoring tight end on the slate. He's not going to outscore David and Joku. Wow. Prop bet, Baker? Done. Uh oh, there it is. Done. 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 Any amount, chill. Any amount. Any amount. Any amount. <laughs> I feel bad taking money from this bum. <laughs> <laughs> bum. <laughs> Personal foul. Roughing the uh, commentator. Oh yeah, that's 15 yards, buddy. Let's let that drive continue. There ain't no doubt about that. Easily. Hey, listen, I'm not going out on a limb here, and I don't even care if it's not bold. I don't give a shit what y'all say. Uh, Josh Allen is hanging 45 DK points. It's not that's, bold that's, enough. It's not bold that's, enough. That's still bold, man. I don't. That's I don't care how good of a quarterback you are or not. Like it's still bold. It's just not bold enough. Yep, Josh Allen, breaky breaky the slate. At the quarterback position, 45-plus DraftKings points. So Let's what we're it. saying is play Josh Allen, play Justin Jefferson, and play George Kittle? That's a weird build. I'm game. I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my daily doll hair lineup's going to start out. I was going to say, you ain't got to convince me of nothing. It's about to get duped, chill. <laughs> we're all gonna be putting out Josh means, Allen, George Kittle, and uh, Justin Jefferson memes. That, that means my that means my that means my stack is Ramondre in the Patriots defense. <laughs> it counts. It counts. It counts. Yeah, I'm right. It counts. I'm, I'm gonna go start this build now. I'm I'm, I'm closing. Hey man, grills are off. I'm ready. I'm ready to clock out. <laughs> well, hit, that, hit that subscribe button. Hold on, right. hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a lot of things clean in the front of the house. We had Russell Wilson out there serving, so we know he was dropping all sorts of shit out there. Why would we ever let him serve? We know his shoulder cannot support a plate to deliver to a table. He's more of our marketing guy because he comes up with catchy slogans. Don't say it. Let's rock! Yeah. <laughs> he said it! He said it! Facepalm. He said it! All right. I think I might do something really stupid on Saturday, and this will be the last thing I say. I go think ahead. Might, like, I'm just na the way you guys naturally say it, if you just go, let's ride, let's ride, let's ride, let's ride, I won't do it. But the way you guys naturally say, let's ride, I think I might do a shot every time you guys naturally say it. On, on Saturday? 
Oh, yeah. oh, for the show? For yeah. The show? Oh, I got you. I got you. If you just throw it out a bunch of times, obviously I'm not going to do it. But when you guys naturally just say, let's ride, I think I'm doing a shot. And Lord Jesus, I'm about to be sloshed. I think I think uh, we should get a uh, a like for every let's ride. Like, <laughs> but so when you hear let's ride, you better be hitting that like button. You better be hitting that subscribe button. You better be downloading this, put this in your pocket. I mean, because we, we would be the most liked podcast of all time as many times as you guys fucking say it. I mean, <laughs> Baker, I don't even need to say it because I know Chill's going to have my back. <laughs> let's ride guys thanks for joining us tonight we appreciate all the comments all the views uh, sorry views <laughs> listens i appreciate it um and join us again saturday sunday morning coffee for your uh contrarian show the secret menu where we can get in a giants receivers talk <laughs> <laughs> and some interesting pivot plays for the slate as always we'll see you all at the top thanks for listening Peace. Cut that grill off. Let's get on out of here. Did you just say the peace for you, son of a bitch?